The first reading is taken from Judges chapter 13, verses 2 to 7, 24 to 25. The responsorial is Psalm 71, and the gospel is Luke chapter 1, verses 5 to 25. Our readings today speak abundantly of God's loving providence. Let us first consider this truth in relation to two barren women, Elizabeth, mentioned in today's gospel, and the wife of Manoah in the book of Judges. In biblical times, the inability to conceive was considered a great sadness, perhaps even a punishment or a curse. There was a line of women in the Old Testament that shared this burden, starting with the matriarchal women of Genesis, that is, Sarah, Rebekah, and Rachel, and continuing throughout the Old Testament. Since fertility in these times was considered a blessing from God, these women implored divine assistance through prayer and sacrifice. As a result, God not only opened their womb, but the children conceived, played a crucial role in salvation history. As regards Sarah, Rebekah, and Rachel, their sons Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph became great leaders of God's people. Perhaps one reason for this theme of barrenness is to affirm that God can bring to fruition that which was considered dead. Spiritually speaking, we see this in the lives of many of the most powerful saints. For example, Saul was persecuting Christians in an attempt to eliminate those he considered to be heretics when God intervened and brought to birth the greatest evangelist of the early church. Commenting on this mystery, Paul himself states, quote, God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no one may boast before him. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 27 to 29. In the Old Testament, this truth was applied in a broader way to barren Jerusalem when it was dead in Babylonian captivity and God raised up Cyrus to free the Israelites to return to mother Jerusalem. And this was a cause of great joy as we see in Isaiah chapter 54. Quote, Sing, O barren woman, you who never bore a child, Burst into song, shout for joy, you who were never in labor, because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband. Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left, your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Do not be afraid. You will not suffer shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. For your Maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. End of quote. The ultimate fulfillment of this prophecy is the new Jerusalem of the church which through her teachings and sacraments gives birth to numerous children, and its completion in the heavenly Jerusalem all through faith in Christ and the provident love of the Father. What is the application to us today? We at times can lament over our spiritual barrenness, resulting in a lack of fruit for the Lord. Parents, for example, who see their children, although brought up in the faith, 
walk away from the church altogether, or our local parish and perhaps diocese, as the number of parishioners decrease and ordinations plummet. But as the book of Hebrews chapter 13 states, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If we, as Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 exhorts, humble ourselves, pray, and seek the Lord, then the God who opened the wombs of the physically barren will open our hearts and do a new work in our lives. Let us learn from Zechariah not to doubt the power of God's Spirit and realize that even if we do fail at times, God will not abandon us, but through his mercy and discipline bring us to a place where we can sing with Zechariah a new song of praise. Let us consider God's loving providence in terms of the children conceived in today's readings, Samson, son of the wife of Manoah, and John the Baptist, son of Elizabeth and Zechariah. Both were specifically chosen by the Lord from birth to accomplish great things for the people of God. To prepare them for this task, each were dedicated through an elaborate ritual. They would drink no wine nor eat anything unclean, and so were set apart. In the case of Samson, no razor was to touch his head, and as we know, this would be the cause of his great strength in defeating Israel's enemies. But God did something even greater for John the Baptist, because he was filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, in order to turn the people back to God and prepare the way of the Lord. But it is important to realize that this special calling and preparation was not unique to Samson and John the Baptist. Many of the great prophets and saints were equally blessed. In the first chapter of Jeremiah it states, quote, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. The same can be said for Isaiah and Moses, and, of course, most especially, our mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary. And the same can be said of each one of us. From our very birth, God chose us. We are unique in that regard, unrepeatable. We, too, were set apart and dedicated by an elaborate ritual called baptism, by which we were filled with the Holy Spirit. Even more, baptism incorporates us into the church and makes us children of God, all so that we, too, would accomplish what God has chosen for us according to his loving providence. The only question is whether we recognize this truth and live accordingly. Do we understand the great calling on our life for holiness and to be a witness to the presence of Jesus? We have, through baptism and the other sacraments, the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us. May we use well this abundant grace, never allowing pride nor sensuality to bring us to a sad end like Samson, but rather follow John the Baptist in preparing the way of the Lord.